Welcome to Music She Missed, the podcast where I try to get my best friend caught up in some of the most popular songs and artists that impact our lives. I'm Allison. Hey, I'm Rachel, and I missed all the music. Rachel, we are back again. This is awesome. It is awesome. Don't we have the best friends? We do. We are having an <laughs> awesome time. Um, I wanted to ask you, I know we've talked about amusement parks before on oh. the show. Mm. Um, but you've been to Disneyland, right? I have been to Disneyland. I've been to Disneyland Tokyo. I've been to Disneyland okay. Florida. Well, Disney World Florida. Yeah. Which one did you go to first and how old were you? Disneyland Tokyo. I was probably two, one, two. Oh, yeah, so you two. don't have you don't have a memory. Can you tell me like about... Oh, I remember it. It was two or three. I remember. Okay. So tell My... me about the <laughs> first time, the first time when you came up and you saw that castle. What what did oh, you do? That was not in Tokyo. That was in Florida then, if I remember okay. the the castle part. Cuz okay. Tokyo all I can remember is my brothers putting me in the stroller and not letting me able to get out and strolling me up to Goofy. And until pretty much middle school, I was definitely afraid of dressed up characters because of it. But talking about the castle, you know, I would say that was in Florida where, let's be honest, Disney World is bigger there um, versus Disneyland. But I would say my favorite was actually last spring when I took my daughter there. And she truly believes all the magic. She believes it all. Like you could see her face and to see Disney world and through her eyes was just amazing. And the fireworks display at Disney world is just, I have cried about two fireworks um, displays, one in Washington, DC and Disney world. But yeah, because the castle is amazing then. So um, it's funny when you were talking about your brothers, um, making you cry, it was a perfect transition. It was a perfect transition of going from magic kingdom to, <laughs> to tragic kingdom. Yeah. I couldn't sit on the Easter bunny's lap or Santa. For I'll, quite a I'll say that again. I'll say that again. Tragic. What do you mean? Tragic kingdom. Tragic kingdom. What am I listening to this week? So Tragic Kingdom is an album by this week's artist. What What in the (laughs) world? What am I doing? What have you signed me up for? (laughs) Do you want to find out? Do you want to do the drum roll? Am I going to be scared by Goofy again? I I hope not. (laughs) I hope not either. All right, here we go. Ready? Drum roll. Duh. It's Gwen Stefani. The tennis player? <laughs> Wait, what? Are you thinking of Andre Agassi? Agassi? Is that what you're thinking of? No, the female tennis player. The German one. Steffi Graf. Yes! Steffi Graf! <laughs> uh, nope. No. Not ringing a bell, huh? Oh, wait a second. Late 90s? And beyond. In oh, both directions, so I think. 
Okay, I'm looking for it. Oh, wait, am I? Tragic Kingdom. She made an album called Tragic Kingdom. It's not Damn. ringing a bell. <laughs> no. Let me. All right. Okay. Tell well, me some songs. Some songs. All right. Uh, hey baby, as in hey baby, hey baby, hey. Ah. Okay. Don't speak. <gasps> dun 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 dun. Wait. Dun dun dun. dun. I think I know her. Wait, I don't know. Don't <laughs> okay, I'll. Uh, da, 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 da. I think I do. I think. I, I think do. you might. Your vague mumbling sound like they could be. Don't speak. Vague um, mumbling, lovely. <laughs> how about uh, just a girl? That's also from Tragic Kingdom. Kind of a okay. you're like headbanging a little bit. It's a little bit of a hard rocker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, let's keep going. Let's do some Gwen Stefani solo. How about Holla Back Girl? No, I can't holla back to you. Uh, okay. (laughs) Honestly, I think that late that 90s was the best we were gonna get. Um, so, um, Gwen Stefani's your artist for this week. She's not a tennis player. She's not a tennis player. And huh. um, <laughs> okay. And you're going to okay. listen to uh, a lot of her music, an hour to be precise, over the next week, every day. Every day on Spotify. And you're going to have a great time because this playlist is super fun. Super made, fun. made lovingly for you by our surprise guest host, my sister in law, Sarah. Yay! I love Sarah. She loves you. I am so excited. Gwen Stefani is her girl. I didn't know that. (laughs) What? Well, she likes Gwen Stefani. I didn't know that. Oh. Oh, cool. Before before we go, uh, do you want to rate your current knowledge of Gwen Stefani on a scale of 1 to 10? 1 being you've never heard of her before and you thought she was a tennis player and 10 being... (laughs) uh, She's your favorite musical artist of all time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think I may know late 90s and those two songs that you mentioned. So I feel like that gives somewhat of a credit, but that tennis player thing kind of knocked me down. So three, two, two. You call it, girl, to your knowledge. I'm struggling. I would say two. I think that's an accurate assessment. But I think as you listen to the music, you're going to find you know so many of these songs. Really? Where have I listened to them? I don't know. Where did you hear Don't Speak? Probably at one of Sarah's parties. No, no one's (laughs) listening to that now. That was 20 years ago. Okay, okay, okay. Wait. Okay. I'm just kidding. Uh, Regardless, I can't wait. (laughs) to get you and me and Sarah together to talk about this incredible, powerful woman in music and um, hear all your thoughts. So audience, if you want to hear the playlist, you can check it out by going to Spotify colon user colon music. She missed Rachel. See you next week. Audience will be back with you in just a minute.
Welcome back. Rachel, you spent the last week listening to Gwen Stefani, Gwen the lead Stefani. singer of No Doubt. How'd it go? Oh, she's, she's the lead singer? <laughs> oh, no, I've spoiled something. I've already detracted away <laughs> from our special guest, my awesome sister, Sarah. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you so much for being here, Sarah. And I'm so glad you're able to be here. Um, I know you're in your third trimester, so we're yeah, trying not- to time this with you as a guest host before the baby came. Yes. Not only third trimester, but last week. Whoa, there we go. We are coming right on in. Right well, under the wire. And just to <laughs> clarify, you're naming the baby Gwen, correct? Of course. Oh, middle <laughs> yes. name Stefani. There we go. Gwen Renee Stefani. Uh, and then some other names yeah um cool well thanks sarah for being here and making the playlist before we jump into more about gwen the real gwen not womb gwen rachel (laughs) what did you think about the playlist i think i liked it but i'm not i don't i don't know this one was really confusing for me um like I thought I liked it one day and then I didn't like it the other day it was very confusing was it the whole playlist that you wanted to throw out and you were confused or was it different songs on different days it was the whole thing like it was the whole sound of Gwen Stefani like there are days that I liked her and then days that I didn't like her but then the days that I didn't like her I was very confused I was like wait a second wait a second this is the same playlist same order of songs same shit why am I not liking it this day I loved her last yesterday and I'm like wait 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 wait. I'm so confused and it was just I don't know if I've had this much confusion in past artists with music she missed it was very interesting Sarah maybe you can clear up some of her confusion by explaining why did you choose Gwen Stefani as your artist for our show So I picked Gwen Stefani because I've actually liked her a lot longer than I realized. Um, I probably became aware of, mostly aware of who she was in 2006 with The Sweet Escape. Mm -hmm. I was a huge fan of that whole album. I loved working out to it. Um, I was doing a fitness competition at the time and I picked some of her songs as my routine songs. They just were very motivating. I loved the hype. I loved the energy. Um, And then... I learned a little bit more about like the fact that she came from No Doubt, which I was like, wait, I used to love No Doubt. Like I, I, I didn't really put it together until then. Oh, that's um, funny. And so it was like music I knew that I liked, that I listened to, but I didn't own the album at the time. It was just on the radio. I actually went through a whole ska phase. Mm-hmm. So the fact that she had that flavor in her music, I was drawn to it for sure. Yeah. Um, and then again later when this is what the truth feels like came out i connected with that album completely on a whole nother level um feeling like it paralleled my life in a lot of different ways yeah and so i became an even bigger fan at that time that's when i went to my first Gwen concert um, which was an interesting experience because there were so many songs she sang that i knew that i, I almost didn't know that they were her her songs or like from groups that she was a part of so um yeah that was a really cool experience 
that that's awesome that you got to see her. That's a big connection point. I was actually wondering if you could talk a little bit more about ska. Were you listening to it in like the late nineties, early two thousands? Yes. So okay. the late nineties, so high school mm-hmm. friends and I were really enjoying ska. Um, we were into Christian music at the time. So there were several Christian ska bands. Yes. So that was kind of our realm, but also there were some secular bands that I enjoyed as well. Um, but I think for me, ska music is something I still enjoy today um, because it just feels positive and uplifting. And something about the brass, with the guitar, with the, you know, the rhythm. The horns. Just, yeah. Yeah. It just puts you in a good mood. Rachel, are you familiar with what Sarah's talking about? We're, no. Okay. So, so we'll come back. It's not grunge. Uh, no, it's not grunge at all. I would almost say it's like the opposite of grunge in every way. <laughs> oh. Um, Sarah, what are some of those Christian ska bands? Because I remember bands like um, Real Big Fish, for example. Yeah. So they were one. Five Iron Frenzy was one that I liked a lot. Mm-hmm. There was one called Scallylujah. Oh. <laughs> Can't get much Christian than that. Right? Oh, one called Insiders, spelled with a Y and a Z. Oh, how edgy. <laughs> so those are some of the albums I owned that I listened to all the time. Rachel, have you heard of any of those Christian ska bands? Thought there might be a connection there. Five Iron Frenzy, I've heard. Um, the one that you mentioned right before that. Real Big Fish. Real Big Fish, I've got... Um, I've heard of them. I've got them in my head. Um, but I think the other one, they were. Okay. That makes a lot of sense, Sarah, because you, like Rachel, are a very like, positive person. And I can, I can see that about you and in the influence, of course, in um, Gwen Stefani's music, too. Yeah. And uh, so her self-titled albums are her... So I guess her albums that were her solo albums mm-hmm. definitely have a different feel than No Doubt. Yes. Um, and I'm wondering too, Rachel, for you, there are definitely times that I'm in the mood for No Doubt, and there are times that I'm in the mood for Gwen, and they're not always the same. Maybe that's why I had days that, yes, I'm into this, no, I'm not, yes, I'm into it. So maybe those are the days that I was into No Doubt, but then I would be listening to I don't know, like, I would just be confused because there is a different sound between each other. And sometimes I can understand why you were like, wait a second, I'm liking Gwen Stefani. Wait a second, this was the band from No Doubt back in the 90s. Well, something, so I can get that. Something to think about, Rachel, is the fact that this is 25 plus years of music. So it's yeah. different styles over a long period of time. And Sarah, this might be a good time to transition into a little bit of history. We don't have to go into it all. But Rachel, just for your general understanding, the first half of your playlist mostly is No Doubt, and the second half is mostly the solo stuff. So, right. So, uh, interestingly, Gwen was not um, in No Doubt at the beginning. It's kind of a tragic story. The uh, lead vocalist committed suicide. Yeah. And they needed um, someone else to sing, and her brother was in the band and invited her in. And that's how she started singing with No Doubt. Um, she, grunge was really popular at the time, but they were much more of a ska band. And she was not really the grunge girl. 
she still wanted to be feminine. She still, um, you know, wanted to wear makeup and just have like her own look a bit. Um, so she didn't really fall into typical. Um, she wanted to take a shower. Hey, yes. don't, <laughs> don't hate on the grunge people. Well, I wonder, I look at the album covers and I'm like, would your mother really approve of this outfit? Would your mother tell you to go upstairs and take a shower? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so interesting story. She ended up dating one of the band members for quite a long time, really in love with him, thought she was going to marry him. Um, and when they broke up, uh, Tragic Kingdom has a lot of her thoughts and feelings in that album. So if you listen to the songs that were on that one, you start to get a feel for, to me, that was the first one where there's a lot more there um, because it's real life and she really poured some real stuff into it. And that album was definitely the breakout hit that came out in 95, I think. And that was the one that really kind of propelled them into fame, right? Kind of standing apart. Yeah, they had uh, record deals, but, like, weren't really getting promoted well, and it wasn't until Tragic Kingdom, like, the record label got behind them, and that one had huge success. So that's why a lot of those songs you definitely are more likely to recognize. Oh, fun fact, just random, Sarah, about Gwen Stefani's brother. Um, He actually ended up kind of being famous in his own right. He is, uh, he worked on The Simpsons. Yeah, I did read that. I didn't know that until I was reading the Wikipedia, and I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Definitely a talented family um, in some ways, yeah. Definitely artists. Um, One interesting fact is uh, uh, Gwen Stefani's mom taught her how to sew, Um, and so fashion was a thing for her early on. She made a lot of her own clothes, Um, and I think that plays into kind of like her look and just – kind of the way she set herself apart from other female vocalists at the time. Yeah. So Uh, one of the questions that I had over the week was, how tall is she? So she's 5'6". Ooh, just like me. Like, (laughs) she seems very tall, which honestly anyone's really tall compared to me. Um, And it seems like with her makeup, she's like that one artist we did, Lady Gaga, right? she had that signature look and it seems like she really wanted to create that for herself and I really like hearing that her mom was a part of that I think that's really cool that she just because I don't know I'm listening to her music and she seems like such a rebel she wants to like break out of the mold kind of I'm gonna rebel but hey I still want my mom to help me sew my costumes and sew my outfits and I want my hugs for my mom. And I think that's really cool. I like that about Gwen. That's cool. Yeah. I see her as, um, you know, at a time that girls were kind of like, yeah, doing the grungy thing. She was like, no, I still want to be feminine. Um, but also I'm going to do one-arm push-ups on the stage. And Whoa, really? Gonna, oh, yeah, that was one of my favorite things about her when I first saw <laughs> that. You can do a one-arm push-up. This woman is amazing. And don't so wonder why you like to work out to her music. It's just yeah. like doing the arm push-up with Gwen exactly. Stefani. <laughs> Sarah, when, when you're not pregnant, can you you can do a one-arm push-up, right? Uh, oh. I have been able to at times. Okay. <laughs> it might oh, yeah. be a hot minute before it happens again. But <laughs> Fair enough. 
I would put money down that yeah, Sarah can she can school us all. For sure. Uh, so it's interesting. Uh, I was doing some research and reading that when she went solo in 2004, that was like not necessarily a normal thing to do. Um, talked about how she kind of wanted to prove herself as an artist and that she felt like she could only do that by breaking out. And there was just some confusion over that at the time. And so um, I love her 2004 and 2006, actually all of her solo albums I can listen to from beginning to end. And um, I, I like them probably more than the No Doubt ones at this point, um, even though there's songs that are classic on there that I really enjoy. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was cool to see that she was yeah brave enough to just kind of do what she felt was right. Um, that is also when she started launching her own like fashion line as well, and um, yeah, just kind of really becoming the full version. I guess kind of almost like the Lady Gaga thing you're talking about, the full version of who she wanted to be and who she wanted to portray. Another interesting thing you're talking about rebelling. Uh, she actually has no tattoos and is against tattoos. I like that because I have no tattoos and I'm not a pro-tattoo person. So. Um, so question for you. When she broke out by herself, kind of left no doubt, was there like burning bridges? Was there like... Was it a bad breakup? Is that what you're yeah. asking? Because with her brother in the band, you'd think with this, there was a messy breakup. You kind of can't do that with family because... You know, you got to see him at Thanksgiving and you still have to be cool with each other. And, oh, pass me the gravy. And you so want the gravy. Interesting. <laughs> it's interesting that uh, in 2012, they did do an album together again with No Doubt. Um, and I don't think any of the songs are on this playlist because I don't actually know any of them. <laughs> oh, um, okay. It's well, a- I, I guess we have more homework to do. <laughs> well, right. I'm, I guess what I'm saying is I don't. I mean, they kind of tried to go back to their roots, which was not necessarily what people wanted right now. So the success was not quite what her solo career was. And in a lot of ways, I mean, I look at that and think you made a really smart move at a good time. Yeah. Sarah, I was hoping you could talk a little bit about Gavin Rossdale. Who's that? Yes. Um, They were married for several years. And I should point out, Rachel, that Gavin Rustdale was um, a member of another famous 90s band called Bush. And they had three kids. <gasps> oh, chill that time. Oh. Yeah. So she has three boys. And I can see her as a boy mom. She could totally rock that. <laughs> Absolutely. So I feel like that's another way I relate to her. I also have three kids. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, you four, have four. You've got another one on the <laughs> I am about to have four. That's yes. We are different now. <laughs> also, I don't know if you know this. She's 50. She does not. No way. Kids. Yeah. So I think she's done having kids, but you never know. Shut <laughs> the door. She's like doing one arm push up, 50 years old. Wow. Um, yeah. So uh, they were divorced. I want to say they announced their split up in 2015. And then um, since then, she's been with Blake Shelton. I don't know if you know who that is. Nope. Singer. So we haven't really talked about it, but she also kind of did some filmography and ended up on a show called The Voice. 
I don't know if you've watched The Voice. Oh, that's like American Idol, but the other network's response to American Idol. The people yeah. on The Voice, like, coach the singers. Oh, so it's a little bit more. Yes. It's just different. So, and they were both on that together as well. So I'm not sure if that's where things started. I haven't been super into all the nitty gritties of that. Um, but they've been together for a while now. He's, mm. he's a he's a country singer. Wait, wait, wait. She's ska. He's country. I would say, so she's not just ska. This is, not- this is another one of those artists that is mixing a lot of genres together. She is, because I would think she's pop. I would yeah. say at this point, pop would be where I would put her. Okay. See, I'm getting to the point of where I'm able to figure out my artist, figure out my genre. It's, you know, it's not, I don't know. You're, it's not bluegrass. You're, you're <laughs> catching on. It only took five seasons. <laughs> so, I was going to say, so knowing that she was divorced in 2015 and having This Is What The Truth Feels Like come out in 2016, uh, I, I listened to that. And I wonder how much of that is her story. I feel like probably a lot. But again, that's the album that I related to the most as my marriage was falling apart and I went through a divorce. So many of those songs resonated so deeply with me um, that I probably became an even bigger fan during that time because I was like, she gets me. She knows my life. She has three kids. And she's 50 and like beautiful and like there's hope. All of those things. Oh, well, that's really cool about Gwen. She's she's so empower- empowering, even in hard stuff. So let me get this straight. She wrote those lyrics? Uh, she was not, like, the only writer of the songs, but she definitely co-wrote many of the lyrics of lots of the songs that she uh, performed in as a soloist and also, with no doubt, she helped in several of those as well. So she's very talented. Um, so talk to me about her awards, her like her slam dunks and on stage and things like that what i can say is that she had lots of billboard hits um especially in the tragic kingdom and in sweet escape some of those there were like six songs on an album that would play on the radio which to me is a large amount for sure um to get radio time and to hit billboard top like 100s and all those kinds of things so she also is uh, for sure one of the most, I want to say one of the lists was like 102 most beautiful women in the world. Oh. Well, she is gorgeous. She is very pretty. Rachel, um, gorgeous. Yeah. just from a quick check, um, she was nominated for a bunch of, uh, bunch of awards, including Grammys of which she's won three. A lot of um, Teen Choice and MTV, uh, like, video awards and that kind of stuff. So she's definitely recognized in the field as well as by her fans. And um, some of those were collaborations. So you'll notice on your playlist some of her solo work, she collaborated with a lot of, like, you know, like, hip-hop artists. You know, like, different, once again, different genres pulling in different people. I think there's a Justin Justin Timberlake song at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Did we put this song with Eve on there? Let me blow your mind. Sarah, you did not put that song on the playlist, but you did put Rich Girl on there, which is another collaboration with Eve. That is true. 
So yeah, it almost feels like an hour isn't enough, is it? I mean, there were definitely more songs. I was having to limit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was hard because I wanted a variety of all the albums, but some of the albums are so heavily loaded. Just amazing pieces that you're like, no, I'm sorry, I'm just going to have to throw out this other one because these right. are so much better. And um, I I did kind of finagle with your playlist a little bit because I added um, Spiderwebs and Ex-Girlfriend. I'm definitely more of the no doubt person than the Gwen Stefani person. To me, it's a nostalgia thing. Um, But Rachel, if you like the pop side, then I'm sure Sarah can send you some more (laughs) to listen to. I think that especially this is what the truth feels like. Just listen to it from beginning to end, the whole thing. Because it definitely tells a story of a person's experience um, that I think... I, I love albums that do that. So, did you have some more questions for Sarah? So I know we talked a little bit about her sounding like a rebel, but I'm wondering if there's any truth to that. Like, was she really rebel rebellious, rebelling from her youth? And if she was rebelling from something in her upbringing, what was she rebelling from? Yeah. So um, I had actually looked into that a little bit and didn't find a lot, but um, in my opinion, based on the things that I know and the way I saw like her music compared to other music at the time, I just saw her as very uh, true to what she liked, true to what she felt was, um, was her. And so even if there were things that were the typical rebellious stuff at the time, she wouldn't just do it just because everyone else was. Um, she did it her own way, did her own thing. Um, you and, know, yeah. she she did get a little bit of pushback from Courtney Love, who, Rachel, you might remember, is, was Kurt Cobain's wife, who is also a woman in music um, in a band called Hole. So they had a little bit of a feud And Courtney Love kind of attacked Gwen's kind of poppy, cheerleader-ish kind of uh, vibe. And so in Holla Back Girl, um, the music video there, she is a cheerleader. Like, she's dressed as a cheerleader. Like, she's like, oh, you're going to call me that? And she, like, embraces it, right? So it's rebelling, but it's not necessarily rebelling to, like, in that what maybe what you're thinking of in like a grungy kind of way but more like sarah said in like a owning like being yourself kind of way i was just gonna say almost like um i feel like in some ways i can relate to i was very not rebellious um i loved following the rules in general um but what i don't like is someone telling me that i'm not capable of that is a good way to make me do the, make sure I can do whatever it is. And so um, I definitely see her as a extremely capable woman who like, yeah, if anyone was going to tell her you can't, she'd be like, oh, well now, now I'm going to just watch. So I don't see that as rebellious, but I do see it as, I mean, it's easy to, if someone says you should be this and you disagree, it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to do exactly what I want. <laughs> so good point. So this is a great time, Rachel, to talk about uh, what songs you liked and maybe didn't like. Um, I like to start with the ones you don't like, if you want to start there. Um, yeah, so 
there were a few songs that I didn't like, just like I was saying before, you know, there were days that I did like it and didn't like it. And it's kind of interesting that the days I guess didn't like it, there are things that now have become now on my face. Um, list and that's kind of interesting how it took days to get there with her but um, one of them um, that I didn't like that actually went back onto my face was Holla Back Girl um, the more I listened to it um, so we have a puppy at the house she's seven months old and oh my goodness the training and the work with this dog I feel like she is her own person and trying to figure out who that is. And that song has become her. Um, Cause I don't know this week, she kind of threw up five times in a row and just, Oh, the frustration with cleaning her up and whatever. But it was like a love hate. And, and then scout just started owning it. My dog. So anywho, back to the not so phase. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Uh, Sarah, as a dog owner, do you associate Hollaback Girl with either of your dogs? Um, I would say that is not their theme song. Um, I don't know if you've met my dogs, but... I have! Your dogs are cool! <laughs> they are so old at this point. They're like 14, and Daisy is losing her mind. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It happens. I'm, like, I'm just going to say, Rachel... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Our dog was losing his mind before he passed, and he would just bark at the leaves and think the leaves were talking to him. I don't know. His marbles were gone. I, I just want to say that um, while I'm glad that you found a song and you found a connection point and you moved it back onto your like list, I literally do not understand it all. <laughs> I'm just... Well, that's because you're a cat girl. <laughs> no, it's not. It just doesn't make sense. Uh, you got a holla back, girl. <laughs> okay. Well, what what other songs do you want to talk about? So, I think you're going to like these songs. And they're actually not on my so-fave list. And they're actually going to stay in my not-so-fave list. Okay. Spiderwebs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like spiders. That one is 100. That wasn't really about spiders, but still, I don't like spiders. That is my fault. That is not Sarah's. That is me putting my favorite No Doubt song (laughs) on the playlist. Because for me, it has a lot of like positive memories from when it came out and my group of friends at that time and singing it. And so for me, it had a lot of positive memories. Um, feelings also my three-year-old son uh loves it and has been dancing around the house to spider webs all week so I just wanted you to hear my favorite no doubt song sorry Sarah (laughs) it's totally okay when you when you brought it up I was like which one is that and I had to listen to it I was like no I've heard this before but uh it definitely wasn't one that I remembered a lot about fair enough um, ex-girlfriend, um, that, I don't know, the song, and then listening to the song, and then listen, looking at the album cover, that doesn't look like her. Like, Okay, what? hold, wait, stop. You sent me, you sent me that that was your complaint about that song, because that is the other No Doubt song that I was like, sorry, Sarah, I'm putting this on your playlist, because I like it. 
And you, you know, Rachel, you give me a heads up for what you want to talk about. And you said that you don't like it because it doesn't look like her in the cover. That has nothing to do with the song. I'm sorry. That is not a valid complaint. We are talking about music. It is not album covers. Well, you're talking about someone who has missed all the music and uh-huh. is not a music girl. Uh-huh. So if I want to say it doesn't look like her on the picture with this song, that is what I'm going You to can say. say it doesn't look like her, but you can't say that that's why you don't like the song. Well, that's the reason why I don't like the song. That's a dumb reason. Well, I am, I am going with it. Holla back. Okay. Carry on. <laughs> Any more dislikes? Uh, rich girl. Like, I don't know. With her music, I felt like, yes, it was pop. Um, and yes, that she had just wanted to say something in each of her songs. And she was going to go right at it. Like, she's going to say, hey, I'm going to own it. I am Gwenda Stefani and I'm going to do this. But Rich Girl sounded like it took too long to get started. And for that reason, I just couldn't get into it. And because I was like, this isn't the Gwen Stefani that I'm having to know this week, each hour, each day of my life. I'm not going to get that hour back. But this one just took too long. So, Rachel, do you dance to music a lot? Oh, no. You should try dancing to that one. I don't even listen to music in my car. It's hard to dance in a car. Oh, yeah, you're not supposed to do that. You get um, tickets for that because, let's be honest. But, yeah. (laughs) Um, Another song, Make Me Like You. Mm. So there's, there's a couple songs on my life list that I really love seeing her voice. I love seeing the talent within her. And I think if she sang the national anthem or something of just one of those acapella songs or maybe opera. Ooh, I like opera. Um, but the delivery of how she delivered those lyrics in this song, it was just too airy for me. So oh, I'm yeah. a huge fan of Make Me Like You, oh, but not necessarily because of her vocals. I just love the feel um of that song it was probably it was the first one from that album that i heard it, i think it was this first single from this is what the truth feels like um and if you watch the music video you may change your mind she does the whole thing on roller skates <laughs> which is super fun and totally made my day um it's the cutest she did it on roller skate yeah she really throughout it's like a one take and she's like all throughout all these cool things a lot of her music videos are a ton of fun so it's why they win awards. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about what you did like. So, yeah, dancing. It doesn't happen too often with me, but there's the Hella Girl. That one, like, that was a fun song. Like, Hella I'm Good? Like, I'm going to raise my hands up. I'm going to find the beat. Sarah, is there anything you want to say about Hella Good? Yeah, again, another song where it's just about moving and feeling good and dancing. Yeah. Any song like that gets me, but that's a fun one to move to and groove to. And again, like I said, most of them are great pick-me-up songs. There's a few that I can cry to, but generally, Mm -hmm. she's happy and lots of fun. So, Rachel... um... I I know you liked a lot of these songs. We don't have time to talk about all of them. Can you tell me your top favorite one? Oh, top favorite. Um, I would say Underneath It All. 
um, I honestly knew this song that was hers um, from back in the day, but it just, it reminded me of some good times. And then also, I like the lyrics. She delivered them perfectly. And I'm kind of curious how many takes it took in the um, studio for this song, because it seems like there's so much heart in it and how she sang it, because she is a, she sings from the heart and I like that about her. How do you feel about that song, Sarah? Um, yeah, I like it a lot. It's probably not one of my favorites, but like I do like it a lot. Um, probably because I gravitate towards a more upbeat pick-me-up. Again, I do a lot of music listening while I'm working out, so things need to have a pacing that like keep me jazzed. And that song uh, was an award-winning song. Oh, wow. So... Uh, what's a what's another one, Rachel? How did you feel about the Sweet Escape? So I heard the song, but I never knew it was her. And okay. once it figured out that it was her, I was like, "Whoa!" Um, I really like the song. It's super cool, um, and I kind of want to escape this darn pandemic. So it's a sweet. I want that Sweet Escape here now. Oh, now. don't we all? Yeah. I feel like we can all relate to times where you just want to get away and go to a happy place. And that song can totally take you there. Yes, it can. Rachel, any other songs that you really enjoyed listening to or that just gave you that spark? Um, So there was a couple times that I listened to part of this playlist with my kiddo Mm -hmm. she's now eight and she actually recognized one of the songs um what you're um you working with because she's seen the movie trolls and um so it was one of my kids favorite movies and so that was kind of fun to see that connection there with and i just never knew that was her um because i was kind of interesting at the very beginning when i was listening to gwen stefani with my daughter she was just like mom what are we listening to um, I'm not sure what this is. I'm not sure if I like this. She doesn't sound very Disney. Um, <laughs> That's what she I, said. Like, she doesn't sound very yeah, Disney. I'm very Disney. I'm like Ariel. Mom, I want to be a mermaid. <laughs> so then I get went into that conversation. Um, it was kind of fun. I like that song though, and so I put that on my page list. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say that um, I think one of my favorite things about her is like her uniqueness of her voice. Like there's not a lot of other uh, female singers that I think get mistaken for her. Um, She definitely has her own sound, her own tone quality, her own. I mean, I don't know. Did I put in the songs with the yodeling? Yes. What? She yodeled? Like, dang it, I should have put in the one like. Wait, are you talking, Sarah, are you talking about Wind It Up? Because I noticed as I was listening you know, there are two songs that it's like, you know what I feel like sampling is musicals from the 60s and 70s. <laughs> like, because there's the Fiddler on the Roof rich girl bit. And then there's like the Lonely Goat Herd, like, um, Wind It Up. Yeah. Wind It Up is in there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it was on my faves list. I did like Wind It Up. Well, I feel like that song, uh, a couple from that album just are really unique there's not a lot of other songs that are just like that that other people were putting out at the same time I feel like they were 
not what's the word like they were just um not dangerous but like they were um risky yeah like will people like this i don't know that it was certain that like oh everyone's gonna love it if i start with the sound of music and a yodeling sound but like it was cool everyone liked it same thing with the drum line in the band it was just different but like really took you somewhere it's awesome so we've rachel we've talked about your least faves we talked about your faves um we could keep talking about gwen stefani for a long time but we should probably wrap this up do you feel like you're ready to rate i am awesome Um, so on a scale of one to ten one being uh spider webs because you hate spiders and ten ten being uh hella good where would you rate your affection for Gwen Stefani of No Doubt. Seven. Yay! Positive rating. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I want to keep on dancing to Hella Good. I want to. Yeah, let's do it. And also, I want to hear some more um, songs that feature more of her voice and maybe find a song that she sang with. Blake Shelton, who is a country singer. I want to see what how her voice meshes with a country singer. Huh. I, I think they're I think just together. They do have a song together. I could be wrong. Huh. But I don't like country music. So. I feel you, Sarah. You keep saying that, Rachel. The scores of recent episodes say otherwise. I know. I don't understand myself. <laughs> Nobody does. No one does. Sarah, can we just say thank you so much for coming on our show? Yes, thank you so much for having me. It was actually really fun to kind of revisit uh, my historic love of Gwen and get to learn more about her, too. We look forward to meeting baby Gwen. Yes. (laughs) Well, thank you, Sarah, for being here, and we really appreciate your time and your effort in making that playlist um sorry i ruined it imagine if i hadn't put those songs on the score rachel would have given oh if only (laughs) okay if you our audience want to follow along with rachel's journey you can uh, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to find this playlist and all the playlists by going to Spotify and searching for Spotify colon user colon music she missed. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much and have a great week. Bye. Bye.